Thanks for checking out the Refuge Official Podcast. Wherever you're from, we hope that this message will encourage you and help you grow in your relationship with God. Now, here is Pastor Deborah Malik. Well, thank you all for being here today, 4th of July weekend, uh, a weekend that we celebrate the freedoms that we have in this great country that we live in, and I'm so thankful for this country and, and the leadership that we have in this country, the leadership in this nation, in our communities, because we all need each other right now, don't we? And so I just want to um, mention that because I think it's important that in light of things that are happening in our nation, we can't forget to give honor to whom honor is due, right? So I want to introduce myself, although Pastor Matt kind of did that already. We've been married 28 years. It'll be in, in August, August 9th, day before my birthday, so he can never forget my birthday, or he would forget our anniversary, and that wouldn't be good. So <laughs> um, we have four children. Three of them are married. One of them is on the market. No. <laughs> Um, but, of course, you have to have lots of meetings with her father first. So uh, we have five grandchildren, one girl, and four boys. So that little girl rules the roost, and she's just adorable, too. Usually we have pictures, but not today, because we had to take time for those dangly earrings and red lips. So <laughs> jokes. Pastor Matt always starts out with a joke. And so I needed to honor him by doing that. And so we'll, we'll see. Um, it is 4th of July weekend. Who knows what the most popular sport is for the 4th of July weekend? Calvin? Flag football. Okay, thank you, Cody. <laughs> he's, our, he's our church laugher. <laughs> Why does the Statue of Liberty, or why does the Statue of Liberty stand for freedom? Because she can't sit. Okay, last one. Does Europe celebrate the Fourth of July? Yes, it comes right after the third of July. Okay, we'll move on. Let's pray. God, we just come to you today and we thank you for the reason we're here today is to worship you. The reason we're here today is to receive something from you. And today as we gather, God, I just ask that we not leave this place without receiving something that will stir in our hearts and make a difference and something that we can take to other people to encourage. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this whole summer we're talking about different things that burn on the inside of us, things that if we could share with anybody, this is what we'd want to share. And so different leadership from the church this, this whole summer are going to take time to do that. And for me, I thought, you know, uh, we have a few weeks before the children have children's refuge kids. And so what's something that could speak to children, and speak to adults too. And so I was thinking about that, and I thought, how about what do I want to be 
when I grow up? Because some of us have some growing to do yet, right? (laughs) And some of us haven't even entered the world of what are we going to be when we grow up, and there's so many options, and how do I choose just one? You know, they do something these days called a gap year, and that's from the time a child or student graduates from high school until, and it's the year right after, where they take that time to really focus on what do I want to be when I grow up? What's something that really gives me interest and stirs in my heart and, and then make decisions for career choices and college and all of that? I think that's a good idea if, if you're somebody who isn't certain and doesn't know. But if you do know, go for it right away. <laughs> um, Proverbs 19, 20, and 21 says, Get all the advice and instruction that you can so that you will be wise the rest of your life. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. You know, I I think of all of us, we were all created with a purpose in life. Pastor Matt talked about his mom. Her name was Vinar, and, and her purpose in life was just to love on people. She was so sweet, and, and the people at the assisted living center that she stayed at, that she lived at, would say about how if they ever met an angel on earth, it was Venar because she was so sweet, and she prayed for everybody. She was so kind. So she died at 89 years old, and she fulfilled the purpose of God for her life right to her dying day. You know, she, she loved God, and people around her knew she loved God. And so when I think about that, it doesn't matter what God set, what purpose he's, he's put in your heart. Every single day, we continue to grow in what that is. I think about if you're a child, and if you think about what you want to be when you grow up, think about maybe what subjects are you really good at in school. Maybe it's math or science, or maybe you're a really good dancer or singer, or maybe you're really good at sports. Think about things that you like doing around the house. Maybe you're somebody who really likes to clean. Well, there's a future in that for you. Maybe you're somebody, I think about um, our grandson, Crew. He's only 10 months old. But when we watch him now and we watch him growing and developing, if you have cars around him, he'll turn those cars upside down and he's just whipping those wheels. <laughs> and so, and he's got that one little finger and he keeps doing that. And I think, so what does God have for him? <laughs> you know, he was a slow one to crawl. Like he just started crawling this week, but that's okay. He was figuring everybody else out and now look out, right? <laughs> But it's interesting to see those little things, those little details in his life now and wondering what does God have for him for his future. If you think about things that you love to do, what are things you love doing? That might be part of the future that God has for you. If you think about going to work every day, and if you're going to work doing something you love doing, it's like you get to play all day long, right? It kind of is that way when you're doing something that in your heart is something you love doing and you enjoy doing. So there's somebody here today who has a birthday. If you have a birthday, if you could come up here and help me out. 
if today's your birthday, and maybe if you're 12 years old today, look at this. Oh, my goodness. Well, hello, sir. And what is your name? Benjamin. And where are you from, Benjamin? New York. New York? Ooh, what do you do in New York? Nothing. Well, that sounds about right, because a lot of things are closed down right now, right? Yes. So, Benjamin, what do you want to be when you grow up? A basketball player. A basketball player from New York. Is that right? Sounds like it. (laughs) Okay, so basketball player. So what do you have to do to be a basketball player when you grow up? You have to get good grades. Why do you have to get good grades? So that you can get a job if you don't get to go to professional sports. See, he, he is a smart kid, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, so let's say you didn't do the whole basketball thing. You could always be a coach, right? Yeah. Okay. And is there anything else you'd want to be if the basketball thing didn't happen? Maybe a historian. Ooh, a historian. Okay. So what is a historian? Studies history. Okay. So do you have to go to college for that? Yes. And how much does college cost? A lot of money. So how much? No idea. So who's going to help you figure that out? My mom and dad. Okay. Are they going to be helping you with that? Maybe. Maybe not. And what are the conditions what do you mean, like, what are the conditions? They'll help you if what? Maybe if I go to a certain college. Oh, a certain college. What does that mean? Yeah, like they don't want me to go into college, you know. Okay. Well, we're going to have to have an interpreter for that. But, <laughs> well, thank you, Benjamin. Let me shake your hand. Oh, elbow bump. Okay, there we go. Okay, I think we have about what we need. You know that you go to college, it's going to cost you money. Your parents are going to pay for everything. It doesn't matter what college you go to. <laughs> and, um, and I'll tell you what, we even have something here. How about this? We can count this towards your college fund. How about that? Thank you. Okay, anything else you have to say? Nah, nothing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Let's give Benjamin a hand. So Benjamin's parents are going to need a lot of money over the next few years. When I talked to him earlier, when I asked him how much he thought college cost, he said about $10,000. So there you go. (laughs) You're going to get off cheap, Brooks. (laughs) So on the highway that we travel from starting point to where we want to go, there's steps in between, right? I've asked a bunch of people this week, what did you want to be when you grew up? And thinking about what they're doing in their life now and if that, there was any correlation. So I asked our daughter, Michaela, and she wanted to be a baby doctor. 
Years ago, there was this show on um, TLC called The Baby Story, and it was women giving birth <laughs> and the whole baby story thing. And she would watch it. She was only like four or five years old. And she would just cry when, when babies were born and stuff. And she wanted to be a baby doctor. Well, she isn't a baby doctor, but she's a mother. And you know when you're a mother, you have to do a lot of doctoring with those children, right? <laughs> all the little owies and scrapes and bruises and rashes and all the things that come up with children. And then I asked um, our program director here at Canaland. What did she want to be when she grew up? And that's Jennifer Kleiner. And she said she wanted to be a nurse. And she didn't follow through because there were a few classes along the way that she didn't want to take, like physiology and anatomy and things like that. And so Jennifer didn't do that, but she's a program director at a child care center. You have to know every communicable disease there is. <laughs> you have to know when, when kids have to have their shots or not or all of those kinds of things. And so there's things that she's using today that have to do with nursing, only not in the same way. I asked my hairstylist what she wanted to be when she grew up, and she said that she wanted to be a sheep herder. Well, um, I see Lori's here today. She's not a sheep herder, kind of, but she does a lot of sheep shearing, right? Ha, ha, ha. So Daniel, our son, is a filmmaker, and he said when he was growing up, he wanted to be an astronaut, or, or there was a time he wanted to be a pastor like his dad, and he said then he wanted to be um, a product manager um, so that he would, would make specific items and a project designer. And he's not doing that, but he's a filmmaker. And he said how he's using that in his life today is because it's always been his desire to create something that impacts people's lives. And so he's doing that with filmmaking. Our other son, Nathan, is a filmmaker, too. <laughs> and he, um, he said when he was growing up, he wanted to be a cowboy because he was really into Woody. And so from Toy Story, well, he didn't get to be Woody, and he didn't get to, get to be a cowboy. But he does have a mother-in-law who has a couple horses, so we're getting close there. <laughs> And Nathan is, again, like I said, a filmmaker, too. And he and Daniel, when they were growing up, they would always have little plays going on. And they were always directing their sisters and making little movies. And we were always the audience and anybody else who would watch them put together these films. And so it's really fun to see what God's doing with them. Sam Schneider said that he wanted to be in the military well, he's not in the military, but he is in the Lord's Army, right? Mm-hmm, good one. <laughs> and then Mackenzie. Mackenzie wanted to do something with fashion. So she was like in the second grade, and she wanted money, you know, from her savings and stuff. She had, or just money she had at, at home. And, and we'd be like, what do you want this money for? Well, I have to pay my workers. What workers? So she would have the kids in her class design clothes because she was going to have a clothing line called It's a Girl's World. And so those kids are the smart ones because they were getting all this money for basically drawing on paper. 
Not like you weren't smart, but <laughs> she was an entrepreneur and she was going for it. <laughs> but anyway, she, a girl's world. And then it's funny, years later, we actually saw a store that was called It's a Girl's World. So look at that. And then she was going to have a boy's world too, right? <laughs> and that was going to be in a gas station. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, convinced that God plants things in our hearts at a young age. And Mackenzie still loves fashion and makeup and all that kind of stuff. And, and so who knows what God will use her life in, in doing that kind of thing. I think about um, her career and what God has for her, her friend, Emily was over the other day, and I asked them both, what did you want to be when you grew up? And they were like, well, we wanted to be singer and dancer and actress. And Emily said, so basically, we wanted to be Hannah Montana, because back then, Hannah Montana was the deal. And yet, God is using the gifts that are inside of them. They're both going to school for vocals, for music, for, for serving in God's kingdom. And so it's really awesome to see that at a young age, Hannah Montana made a difference in their lives. No. <laughs> he conforms the foolish things of this world, right? <laughs> um, so when we look again at our eternal purpose, nobody said when I'm an, a child, when, I'm, when you were a child, nobody said to me that they grew up and wanted to have issues with alcohol or they wanted to have a broken relationship. Or they wanted to not get along with their children. Like nobody says those kinds of things. Because it's the enemy that comes in and robs stuff that the Lord planted on the inside of us. And so we have to keep that focus and remember to stay focused. God planted something on the inside of you. And so what are you doing to help fulfill that? Like the word says that we plan our ways but God directs our steps. So as we plan our ways, I just know that there's times that there's roadblocks. There's times that things aren't happening like we wanted to. When I was young, I wanted to work with children. I didn't care how I worked with children. I wanted to work with children. I have a brother that was born with a cleft lip and palate, and so I would go with him to speech therapy classes. And so because of that, I had so much interest in that. So that's what I initially went to college for. And um, I changed because I was two years into the program, and they said you had to have your master's in order to get a job in that field of communicative disorders. And I thought, I'm going to graduate and be able to do all that when I'm 29 years old. I didn't have a vision for that. <laughs> and so I went to school for early childhood, and hence came to Refuge, then Good News Fellowship Church. They were starting a child care center. I said I was interested in being a part of that, and Pastor Matt said, find out what you can to know how to start one. And I said, no, I only want to be part of it, not start it. <laughs> and yet, he was encouraging, and, and that's what happened. And so 30 years later, it's 30 years, or 35 years this year, that Cana Land has been in existence serving thousands of people. I think of other people, Sam Kehart, I talked to him, and, and um, he's one of our hosts here, and he works with our young adults. He told me that he wanted to be a football player. I said, oh, a Packer? He's like, no, I didn't care what team. <laughs> I wanted to be a football player. 
And then he said that um, he, he didn't do it because he said, I didn't think I became a football player because my interests and values changed or I developed some. <laughs> he said, but I also think that at each stage of life brings a different desire or type of fulfillment. And that's words of wisdom. You know, I'm not doing, I mean, when I was, I, I think of all the people I talked to, the girls, especially the ladies, they wanted to be a cashier. I'm like, why do so many <laughs> girls want to be cashiers? Maybe they like shopping and exchanging the money or something. I don't know. But, you know, I'm, I'm not a cashier today. Mackenzie's not a cashier today, although she was for a little while. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's things that my desires change and what I wanted to do change. Things were different. So God's going to do that. And yet it's really important that you listen to him, that you pause and listen to what he has for your life. To fulfill the dream that God puts in your heart, there's things you have to do like dare to dream. Don't be part of the people that say, I can't do that. I can never do anything. I can never accomplish anything. Because we know that's not what God would say about you. Define the dream. Know what you want. Be a goal setter. I'm somebody who makes lists, and I cross off those lists when I accomplish one thing and can move on to the next. I want to encourage you to do that with your life. You know, 2020 started out way different than we are in the midst of 2020 right now. So maybe it's time for you to regroup and say, God, what do you have for me for the rest of this year? Because the way this year started was way different than the way we're living it out now. Set deadlines. You know, when Canaan was starting... Um, we had toured the building and things like that. And I was just chomping at the bit. I couldn't wait for those doors to open. But I had to think, well, we need toys. We need staff. We need all kinds of things. We can't just open the door. So you have to set a plan. And then speak the dream. Don't hang out with people who tell you you can't. Be around people that encourage you and tell you all the things you can do. And don't give up. Stay the course. Don't give up. Again, you're going to have all those voices saying you can't do that. You'll never accomplish that. But don't give up. And then internally defend the dream that God gave you. Fight thoughts that come from other places. Hang on to what God gave you. You know, you can say, I'm too old. I'm too young. I don't have enough money. I don't live in the right town. There can be all kinds of excuses to not accomplish what God put in your heart. But God knows your address. You know, whenever people are like, you know, we have to go to a bigger church because I'm single and I want to meet somebody and there aren't enough single people at refuge. I'm always like, so he doesn't know your address. Hmm. He doesn't know where you are. Hmm. God put something in your heart. He's the one to fulfill that vision and dream. So there's all kinds of scriptures, and I want to encourage you this week to study these out on your own. What are things, what are purposes that God's placed on the inside of you? And how does he want you, or when does he want you to fulfill them? But by spending time in his word, you're going to find some of these things out. Things like Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Our mind has to be renewed if we have all kinds of people telling us we can't do something. We're like, "Mm mm-mm, we can do these things (laughs) because God's telling me, and my mind has to be renewed to the good things that God is saying. When I was growing up, I didn't know that we served a good God. I thought, okay, I'm making mistakes. I'm doing things that aren't cool with God. And so he's going to punish me. He's going to get me. (laughs) I had no idea that I serve a loving and good God. But we do. We serve a loving and good God. And we are going to mess up. But God forgives us. And we can start all over again. Philippians 4, 6 and and 7. Worship team could come up here now, please. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. If we don't let our requests be made known to God, how will he know? Well, he knows everything, (laughs) but it takes two, right? From us to get to point A to point B, when we're crying out to God, when we're asking God, when we're praying to God, when we're thanking God, when we're thankful for where we are right now, because we're going to get to where God's planted that desire and dream in our hearts. It says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, you can be in the middle of a storm. Pastor Matt and I have had a couple years of lots of storms with family members going to heaven and all the things that go with that. But do you know that we've always had peace? We've never been freaking out. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Because it's the peace of God that rules and reigns in our hearts. And then I love this scripture. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true. And I want you to close your eyes as I, as I recite this scripture. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So think about the things that God's placed in your heart, the things that are lovely, that are true, that are honorable. Those are things that God has for your life. You can open your eyes. What dream do you have on the inside of you that you know the Lord is wanting to fulfill through you? Grab hold of that and run with it. And sometimes you might have to even walk really slow because it's going to take time to get where God ultimately wants you to be, where you know he wants you to be. And remember that sometimes we might be taking a path or a road that God doesn't want us to go down. You're going to have people around you that will encourage you other ways. Say, you know, um, you might think you're a really good singer, but um, how about if maybe you be the assistant to the choir director? Because maybe they can't carry a tune at all. Like, encourage people in ways. Maybe somebody wants to be an office administrator and you're like, 
you have no organization in your life, well, help them to steer them in another direction. But do that graciously. And stay planted where you are. People that uproot, go from job to job to job, you never get a firm foundation. So I encourage you with that too. So children, young and old, what's God planted on the inside of you? And you know that you can fulfill those things because if he spoke it, he's faithful to complete it. I think of me wanting to work with children. He was faithful to complete it. Maybe not the exact way that I thought, but in a way greater way. If somebody would have told me when I was 12 years old that you were going to be a founder of a child care center that ministered to thousands of children over the years, I wouldn't know what they were even talking about. (laughs) But God knew. And so don't lose that dream that God's placed inside you. I want us to close our eyes and pray. First of all, if there's somebody here today and you're like, I don't even have any idea what you're talking about. Like Jesus, yeah, he's this guy who died on the cross, I think. But you know that Jesus can live in your heart and he can be the Lord of your life. And Lord means that you turn your whole life over to him. He's not just your savior. He's not just the man that died on the cross. But he's our eternal father forever. And if he doesn't live in your heart, but you want a personal relationship with him, I just want to ask for you to lift your hand before the Lord and say, God, I want you to be in charge of my life in every area of my life. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So let's say this prayer. Dear Jesus, I thank you that my life is in your hands. And I ask today that you make changes in my heart, in my thoughts, and in my speech so that the purpose that you have for me lines up with my heart. In Jesus' name. So today, you guys, as you go out there, do what God's called you to do. It might look a little different than you think, but it's okay because he put it there. So he is faithful to complete what he's put on the inside of you. So let's spend some time in worship. At Refuge, we believe all people matter to God. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect further with Refuge, feel free to go online to wearerefuge.net or on social media at wearerefuge.